Hey Binders, before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to let you know about my new Oracle deck called the Magic Morsels Oracle Deck. It is an exploration of the things we crave, and yes, by that I mean food. Let's pull a card for today, shall we? Ah, the Chicken Nuggies. This card is representative of our subconscious. And I know what some of you might be thinking, Laura, I'm vegan, I don't need Chicken Nuggies. Well, guess what? I have a vegan edition of the same deck for your Oracle pleasure. You can find our new Magic Morsels Oracle decks over at ladymoon.co or on our Etsy, etsy.com slash ladymooncompany. And if you'd like a discount, because I would, you can get 20% off with the code morsels. Use that at checkout and bon appetit. Hermes draw near, and to my prayer incline, in arts gymnastic, and in fraud divine. Dire weapon of the tongue which men revere, be present, Hermes, in thy suppliant here. Welcome to Third Eye Bind, episode 32, Crystals. Hi, I'm Laura. And I'm Caitlin. Welcome to Third Eye Bind. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 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 Thank you so much for tuning into season four, episode two. Two. Today we'll be talking about crystals. 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 But before we get started, if you like the show, please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Share it with your friends. Tell your mom. And if you love us, which I hope you do, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Hold on. That was Sorry. the cutest sneeze <laughs> of all time. Excuse me. Um, Patreon.com slash third eye bind. Any contribution helps this indie podcast keep the literal lights on. But if you consider contributing to the $5 or above tiers, you have access to all of our amazing content, extended episodes, behind the scenes, deck reviews, TV show reviews, all that fun stuff. Nail photos. Nail photos. We we got to take one today. Look at yours. So So cute. So (laughs) cute. So, okay, today we're talking about fucking crystals, okay? We've been wanting to do this since season one, and it keeps getting, like, bumped. Pushed aside. But I'm really excited that we've decided to finally... Finally. Do this. Finally do it. So I'm I'm yeah. very much looking forward we to it. We did our best that. to dress like crystals. Yes. We um, are the crystal gems. What crystal are you, Caitlin? I feel like I'm an emerald. Oh. <laughs> it's Taurus season, maybe. <laughs> and I am what an about you? amethyst. Yes. Mm-hmm. Here we are. It's my favorite. Okay. What crystal are you? What crystal are you? Think about it. <laughs> Let's see what the cards have to say today. One more time. The Three of Cups. Oh. I actually love this. Okay. Um, I feel like I say that every time. I actually love this. It actually makes a lot of sense. I love this because the Three of Cups is all about communing. Right. And community. And I think that's really cute because crystals, people who love crystals, we really are our own little 
community. It's something that folks can really easily bond over. Uh As a person who struggles with connecting with strangers IRL, when somebody mentions crystals, I'm like, okay, we can. You're my people, maybe. We can speak the same language, perhaps. Perhaps, Perhaps we have some stuff that we can relate about. Perhaps we can. Yes. And I also feel like there's something really fun and playful about engaging with crystals. And that relates back to the Three of Cups energy as well. Well, um, I also think that's cute. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Spice Girls. Okay. And the fact that the Spice Girls are different flavors and there are so yes. many different varieties of crystals actually makes a lot that's of totally sense. That's totally cute. Yes. And each one possesses its own energy and helps us to embody that energy when we are engaging with it. Yes. Um, I think that's really cool. Okay. So I guess we should just start out with, say, asking like each other, like, what... Do you do you use crystals? Do you like crystals? What's your current relationship with crystals? My current relationship with crystals. So I don't buy new crystals at this point because uh, there's a lot of uncertainty when it comes to the ethical sourcing of crystals. Absolutely. Um, crystal mining has become something that is quite... Lucrative and um, yes, a little bit <laughs> in a capitalist society that leads to the exploitation of a resource, and there's a lot of devastating stuff happening in crystal mines. There's a lot of child labor. There's yes. a lot of dangerous labor, um, and so it's it's hard for me to want to buy new ones. With that said, I'm not going to throw away the ones that I have, and I love. Uh, the ones that I have. I think this crystal that I commune with most frequently is my selenite wand. Mm-hmm. Um, I fucking love selenite. Even if you do get an ethically sourced piece of selenite, it's probably one of the most affordable crystals on the market. And it is just it is. such an incredible tool for cleansing spiritually, yes. But in deepening my relationship with my selenite wand, I have found that it is also extremely helpful at releasing physical pain from my body. Hmm. Um, I like to use it before bed and I have like chronic pain in my lower hip, which an acupuncturist named Portia, deeper genius acupuncture. If you're in Los Angeles, please book with her. She's a magician. Um, But in those in-between times when I'm still, when I'm struggling with pain or it's flaring up again, using the selenite wand on my lower back helps release the pain. And I can't explain it. It helps with my headaches. That's great. It's amazing. I'm also really into adventuring, like green mm-hmm. adventuring and green fluorite right now. Mm-hmm. Like the green crystals are really doing it for me. Emerald is really doing it for me. Yeah. Um, and then as a psychic, of course, I love black tourmaline because it is such a deeply protective stone. It really absorbs any unpleasant, unsavory energies so that they don't latch onto me. Um, Mm -hmm. I keep black tourmaline in my windows. I keep one on my working altar. And that's usually one that like, when I was still buying crystals, like I would gift a selenite and a black tourmaline to my clients. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love it. I love, of course, amethyst. Amethyst. How can we not love amethyst? Our psychic stone. Our third eye. Our third eye stone. Um, I love blue celestite for Mm -hmm. opening up our psychic eye as well. And what's my other fave? I think those are all like my big. Your big ones. Oh, and rose quartz. 
Rose quartz. I know we all love rose quartz, Mm -hmm. but how can you not love rose quartz? It's pink. It's pink. It's beautiful. And it helps you connect with that like beauty that's in yourself. Very like, we were just talking about how it's Taurus season. It's very like Empress energy. It's very Venusian. Mm -hmm. It's juicy. It's juicy. I love it. What about you? Me. Uh, I also do not currently buy new crystals. Yeah. I, okay, maybe I bought one this year, but like that's it because it's me with the, when things get popular and trendy, I just like can't sometimes I disconnect with them. Even if they are tools that I like and have used for years and years, Mm -hmm. like crystals since I was like a kid, Mm -hmm. sometimes I just, it feels icky because I think the commodification of of a tool or a source for me mm. just gets really t- touched. I've used this imagery before, but like like in a museum when people have just touched everything and it's just for me, like I get kind of, I don't know. I'm just like, well, maybe I don't need to be a part of that because so many people are a part of that right mm. now. Like, let me reevaluate like my relationship with this and mm. why. So I actually haven't really, I have the ones I have. Yeah, I was very into like, um, not collecting, but just having them. Like mm-hmm. I have an amethyst I've had since I was a child. Mm-hmm. So amethyst has always been the stone that like called to me or that I mm-hmm. thought was beautiful. Like, like rocks and stones. So I'm a very earthy person. Like the rocks and stones um, that they used to sell in Yosemite. Yeah. Of all places like the little... Um, glass, plastic like boxes and they had it wasn't even it was mineral too it wasn't yeah. just like crystals but I was so drawn to to them like when I was a kid I just and it was one of the first things that kind of pulled me to to understand like I felt them in a different way or I felt like the energy of the earth in a heightened way or a different way yeah. than other people Hence, I'm a witch, but like, <laughs> you know, like that, that was something I was really drawn to. Um, amethyst, I love tiger's eye. Yeah. My mom is a tiger's eye, la- like that's my mom's stone. Yeah. So I feel really comfy my with tiger's, tiger's eye. eye. <laughs> my tiger's eye. My tiger's eye. Blood, on, blood the moon. on the moon. <laughs> Where's my tiger's eye? Oh, don't go in the car. He's in the backseat. <laughs> um, but yeah, tiger's eye, amethyst. I love quartz. Yeah. I love a clear quartz, mm-hmm. you know. I, a lot of the times I can't choose what color is my favorite, but it's always lavender. But but sometimes I, you know, I need to, I like a clear, it's like nails almost. Like I like a clear yeah. sparkly nail. Me too. You know, somehow nails and crystals are related. So I color. don't disagree with you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> How yeah. does that make sense? We'll figure it out. But yeah, but it's yeah. I want yeah. I wouldn't. I wanted to see what the car. I was actually really surprised at the car. The cards. It's this is an example where mm-hmm. I thought the cards were going to say something else, and yeah. they didn't. So now I'm trying to let that inform this conversation from my end because yeah. I was like, just I've just been so disillusioned with crystals in the past few years because it's mm-hmm. a very like adopted like. Love and light symbol. Yes. Well, and when you think about, like, we live in L.A. Yeah. Where there are many, many crystal shops. And all of the crystal shops are owned by white white people. people. Yeah. And, I mean, like, okay, even recently I was at a party and I met someone who owned a store. 
a metaphysical, specifically like a crystal shop in LA. Mm -hmm. And I was excited to meet this person because I had heard of their shop, but I hadn't been in. And the more I started talking about it, talking to them about things beyond crystals, I was like, oh, you're... Problematic. (laughs) Yeah. You're deeply, deeply problematic. And so I can see why, like, it's it's almost gatekeepy, but okay, here's the thing. No, it's not. It's not gatekeepy. Crystal, like anybody can have it, but like the people who run the shops, who like control our access to them. It's the same thing with witchcraft. Yeah. When I was actually like researching this a little bit, I I kept thinking to myself, oh, the commodification of crystals. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, everyone can be into it, but, you know, do you really have a deep respect for it? Are you just like, like the aesthetic? And I was like, that's like witchcraft nowadays and the kind of issues I have with that. And that also is kind of gatekeepy, but. Well, and also like, do you need to have them all? They're not Pokemon. They're not. And we like watch, but a rose quartz would be Jigglypuff. <laughs> it would. Okay, see how it sucks you in because crystals are beautiful. Yes, they're so pretty. They are glamoury. They are glamoury, and they draw you in. Mm-hmm. But the thing about crystals is, we're not actually like meant to find them. Really, without they don't show themselves to us willingly. They're in the earth. Right. They don't to, grow on trees. Right. They're not like ripe for the taking. No. Just hanging out They're on like a vine. Hidden beneath yeah. mud and dirt. Mm-hmm. And like the out, the, a lot of the times, like the pretty parts mm-hmm. are the insides of mm-hmm. it. And it just looks, it looks like, like a rock. A rock. Yeah. Um, something I learned yeah. from Erika Buenaflor is that like early Mesoamericans would find jade because jade remains cool. And so when it was really hot outside, you could see like the coolness. Like if it rained, you could see the like steam coming up from the ground. And that's like, that's how you would find the jade. That's how it would like reveal itself to you. That's very interesting. how you would find it. And there's actually a really beautiful, I like had a moment there. Um, I went on a field trip with my kids, my kiddo to... The Natural History Museum. Oh, nice. Um, an exposition park. And they have a whole exhibit on like Mesoamerican iconography and statues and pottery and stuff. And it was, it's like a mix of like, oh, am I going to cry? <laughs> Probably. It's a mix of like feeling so lucky to get to see. I kept telling Hunter like these, these like belong to your ancestors Mm -hmm. these things belong to your ancestors like and I felt so lucky to get to see them but I also felt so deeply uncomfortable with them being like suffocating behind glass yeah like the spirits of all of these stones and the energy that humans put into them when they carved them like it was it was weird it was a weird beautiful and sad moment yeah I mean you're right that crystals and the interest in them are nothing new no they are they are very uh much a multi-billion dollar industry currently yeah and since you know since the spiritual boom of the 80s yeah the 90s and today like it's just growing and growing and growing and that's great but it's not it's nothing new like the greeks 
Yes. Everybody, Chinese, Well, Jade, I feel like that like, relates back to that Three of Cups energy yeah. of, like, different people from different coming places together coming together over something and appreciating common. appreciating it because it's, it's beautiful mm-hmm. and... And of course we want to, as humans, like we like sparkly, pretty Mm -hmm. things. Like, of course we want to, but I do think there is something about taking them from the earth in such large quantities and sort of just collecting them like they're pennies or whatever, you know, like. Like they're not unicorn statues. Like you. Yeah. Like like they're not marble statues. Like they're. That crystals form over a fucking long time yeah. and they're not growing every day. Like no. what we have is what we have for this lifetime. Yes. Do you know what I it's mean? It's like fossil fuel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it there's that. And then there's also like, I don't have the answer to this, but I wonder like, how does it affect the earth that we take it out of it? And why is and, it in there to so begin much. with? Like what, how does it affect the earth that we take so, so much? So much. Because in such a short amount of time, yeah, we're and not respecting that. Yeah, the like overconsumption really it freaks me out a little bit. Um, it's a lot because I just you know you go on YouTube or TikTok and you see these like modern day mystics and spiritual practitioners and they have these like altars just like full. full. Crystal all grids all over a whole room. Yeah, and like it's beautiful. It, is, it beautiful. is, but I also wonder, like, do we need to have it all? Do we really need to have all of it? And why do you have that many? Is it to show? Yeah. Is Can it you really aesthetic be... only, or is it, or is it some tools that you actually yeah. use? And like, I don't think anybody needs that many. Well, something I learned from one of my favorite witches, Marie Kondo. <laughs> Yes. Is that when you have too much stuff, you can't possibly be in relationship to all of it. No. And I think that's something to consider with all of our spiritual tools. Yes. Whether they're handcrafted or mined. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to things that are mined from the earth, you have Mm -hmm. to remember that like there are real humans who suffer yeah, in in the uh, mm-hmm. it's not that different that, from like yeah. blood diamonds ex- that's what, or yeah. Elon Musk's family's emerald mines in yeah. South Africa. Yeah, like, like there's things that are going on that aren't being talked about that I am not even sure of. Okay, Do you know what I mean. So in 2014, the New York Times found that Myanmar's jade industry, then spurred by demand in like not just China but all over the world helped finance a bloody ethnic conflict and unleashed an epidemic of heroin use mm. and consequently HIV infection because of the needles among Kachin minority who work the mines. So who suffers? The ethnic minorities. Yeah. The economic minorities. That are doing this. Um, this a 2016 Global Witness report found that Afghanistan's Lapis Luli mines provide the Taliban up to $20 million per year. There you go. And... I do want to know that, like, the Taliban only exists because of U.S. imperialism. Yeah. And that's, like, the source of all over-extortion of resources, extraction of resources Mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, In 2018, the New Republic attempted to track down the sources of crystals and found that many came from the Democratic Republic of Congo, where children as young as seven 
work in industrial mines. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2019, Los Angeles Magazine reported that some crystals in Los Angeles stores were sourced from Brazil, where there's an epidemic of illegal and destructive mining. The Guardian published an investigation into the crystal industry in Madagascar, where 85,000 children work in mines. Mm. And I think this is just something to consider. It's also not that different from like fast fashion. Yeah. And yeah, like with fast fashion, okay, it's a little different because we have to be clothed in this version of the world. And not all of us can afford slow fashion because it's more expensive. And a lot of folks who can only afford fast fashion like take care of their stuff. Like I have stuff from Target from like a decade ago that I still wear. But it's like those people who post like Shein hauls. And I can I just go on a tangent about how fucking expensive vintage clothing is. Vintage is it's so not expensive accessible. Now. Please stop selling something like this for like two hundred dollars. Yes, That's fucking ridiculous, ridiculous when you got it from like Kansas for yes, like fifty cents. And thrift stores stop it. Are supposed to be for people who don't, who don't have, have money. money. And now folks can't go to thrift stores and buy things, so they have to buy fast fashion Thank you. because vintage so, is, un, is is become unaccessible now again a now. commodity and, yes. a, and a lucrative business yes. like but you don't need to mark your shit up that much you don't you do not need to do that no. stop it stop it's annoying it's annoying not everybody everyone is the, I remember you everyone deserves the a beautiful Bowl. 1930s dress yes. okay <laughs> I don't care if it's silk organza whatever the fuck like be fair with your pricing with that shit because there's not a we want to encourage people, but I know I'm, I'm all talking to myself. I'm like, I know I'm a business woman. Yeah. I understand. But chill out. Chill out. That's intense. But I, <laughs> okay. I do think it I does. Done. It relates back to like but, conscious yeah. consumption. Con- what do you yes. actually need? What do I actually need right now is not crystals. What you know? do you actually need? And if you do need a crystal... Can you take the time to find out where your crystals come from? Yeah. And there are a lot of websites online that like claim to be ethically sourced. Like Arkansas. Yeah. I've heard that like if you get them from the U.S., it's better. I don't know how much. I don't. And because it's just so. But those are the expensive ones. Yeah. Or there's some places you can go and pay like 15 bucks and you can go find your own, which is pretty cool. I think that's really neat. I would probably do that. I would do that. Given the, you can zip line over a thing. Yes. This Arkansas. I want to Mine. do that. Do you remember um, at Knott's Berry Farm when you used to get to pan for gold? Yes. <laughs> I do. I wish they still had that. I, gold flakes. I used to do that just in so the rivers fun. and shit. Yeah. So There's so the much pyrite, pyrite here. Pyrite. There's I actually so love much pyrite here. gold. I love pyrite. I've had this piece for a long time. Would you like to hold it? I would. There you go. Isn't that pretty? My whole head like lit up yeah. when I touched it. Yeah. Yes. Oh. And I love what you said about can you, like, if you get a crystal, like, are you just going to, like, sorry, throw it? Yeah. Didn't mean it. But, like, we didn't mean you know, that. are you just going to throw it in your closet? Is it going to collect dust? Like, when that started happening to me, mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. That's when I was, like, no more. Yeah. Same thing with plants. Yeah. I have, like, 50 plants in my house. It's I really can take pretty. care of all of them. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not getting any more unless I propagate. So I can regulate regulate the propagation. Yeah. 
but I don't get any, I don't buy them anymore because I can't, I know that one of them is going to get ignored. Yeah. If I, it's like having like kids, kids like, truly, you know, like yeah. if one of them, if you don't have enough attention to give, one of them is going to get ignored and like die. Yeah. <laughs> so, Absolutely. <laughs> like I don't, you know, um, so I regulate that, but the crystal thing is just, it's kind of out of control, but it, it, it it's for everyone in the way that it's, yeah. it, it's such a, like, it could just collect them. You yeah. could just like them. You don't have to be a witch. You don't have to be a magical yeah. person. You know, science uses them too. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know, they have fucking power. Like, they power mm. watches, radios, and the reason why they they use them is because they emit, like, a very precise frequency, like quartz. Yeah. I know that for sure. And I'm like... Okay, well, it does that, but you don't think that there's some kind of power from something some sort of metaphysical that power? looks like this that comes from nature. <laughs> I'm not claiming to understand it fully and to know exactly. But I know it's real. <laughs> but I, you know, and it. But I know that it. It's, there's something mm-hmm. to that. Okay, so it's they have like resonative properties and. I think everyone has a different relationship with different crystals too, because mm-hmm. it's subjective. It's it's a tool, right? And, yeah. and for some people, like my head didn't buzz when I picked this up. You know what I mean? And yeah, yours did. Like it's just, did. we have different, like varying degrees of sense mm-hmm. and relationship. And I get like that with everything. I'm very like, well, what about that? So like, you know, if someone's mm-hmm. like, I'm a Reiki healer. And this will do this, and this will do this for you, and this will do this for you, for everybody. Yeah. With the the chakras and all that stuff. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know if I believe you. I have a healthy skepticism when it comes to, like, people that, like, work with crystals for some reason. I just don't, because it's such a broad, like thing well and i think because yes I, you it's know very I mean? broad there's like, no what are your like back what's your background especially right now yeah no, you know right now, like yeah. you don't have to have any rooting in any sort of discipline yeah. or ancestral practice to have access to crystals which is part of the reason why it's amazing yeah but it's also part of the reason why i'm very skeptical of new age practitioners who new age there's the term i was engage with crystals or who like yeah. promote their crystal healing services i'm like but where but, did you learn this where from? did you did you just google what a rose yeah. quartz was and you call it it's it's for your self-love or where whatever? did you learn this from what system are you operating yeah. from what are your foundations like yeah. where is the emperor and the hierophant in this practice yeah. that like roots it back to the earth mm-hmm. and yeah yeah, it's stuff like that that people don't often ask questions. Like we talk, you talk yeah. about especially with like yeah. being weary of certain spiritual practitioners because they're not rooted. Yeah, that that for me is such a red. Honestly, it sucks because crystals are cool. Mm-hmm. But like when I see someone like crystal healing, I'm like, I automatically think you're full of shit. <laughs> I do, and I and I don't. I'm not saying that's right. Yeah, but that's me being honest. Like yeah. I'm like, I think you're full of shit. Suspicious. I'm su- I'm sus. Yeah. Because then I'm like, all right, I want to learn more. Like, okay. And then if I, you know, and I'm like, all right, it's, I'm being judgmental. But if you can tell me like why yeah. and how and yeah. like what the root of that system is. It's like, just so mixed I'm up. I'm down with that. In like. But when there's like no. A lot of Eastern appropriative. A lot, like. of, a lot of Eastern appropriative stuff. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah. going back to the Three of Cups. Yeah, let's go back to the Three of Cups. And how. 
many different people can access and celebrate this thing. Mm -hmm. Like, um, historically, like you can find people communing with crystals as sources of mm -hmm. power and healing all over the world. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. Like likely the earliest folks to use crystals for healing were Africans. Mm -hmm. It's not documented. The first documented crystals for healing and magic were the Sumerians. Mm. Um, but in Africa, it's more like an oral tradition situation, right? Yeah. Um, ancient Egyptians. So yes. Sumerians use crystals in their magic formulas, so mm -hmm. like alchemy. Ancient Egyptians mined for crystals and used them to make jewelry. And makeup. Mm -hmm. Makeup. They were mm -hmm. used for their metaphysical properties. I actually saw someone do that on TikTok. That's Somebody cool. crushed up a lapis and used it as eyeshadow. What? And I was like, she's, I forgot the Magical. account. She does, she gets like vintage makeup and will actually like use it and stuff. It's so yeah. actually kind of cool. Oh yeah, I've seen her. Yeah. yeah and was, people are like, there's her. lead in that. And she's like, whatever. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I got one million followers. One million. That's actually not a lot. I'm going to shut up now. I have two billion followers. <laughs> 100 billion I don't followers. 100 bajillion followers. I don't give a fuck if I get lead poisoning. I, would, I wouldn't either, to be honest with you. I'd put that shit in my Yeah, I mean, most millennials have a little bit of lead poisoning from the paint that used to be in. We had to houses. sign a lead, a lead thing. And yeah, my shit yeah. got lead. My house was built in 1954. Yep. Yeah. Get the lead uh -huh. out. You gotta get the lead are out. You even, are you even in your 30s if you haven't been exposed are you even to in lead your 30s? and asbestos? Yeah, asbestos. <laughs> If you have mesothelioma, please go. <laughs> Remember. If you or anyone you suffer from. Uh, at like 2 a.m. in between yes. music videos on MTV to mesothelioma class action lawsuit. I like knew someone that died from that. Oh, fuck. My That's teacher's real. like sibling in high school like yeah. died from it. He talked about it a lot. So I feel very close to it. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's fucked up. He was a. Good, hardworking dude. Aww. But going back to unsafe working conditions, <laughs> mining is not a great, safe job to have no. historically, whether you're mining for coal, no, fossils, or crystals. It's not. So um, I'm wondering, like, yes, it's not good for the work, the people that work mm -hmm. to get the, but what does it do to the earth? Like, what? elementals are involved with like the guarding of the are there you know what i mean like what totally. is that because i feel like there's which spirits are we pissing off which spirits are we pissing off by doing this yeah. i'm curious the fae <laughs> little gnome gnomies like yeah. what there were crystal the hats like the good i mean i can't i don't think what i'm getting a sense of is that it's very over harvested mm -hmm. And it's pissing off the fae. Yeah. And there's something about whatever my guides are telling me and my instincts or my discernment is telling me to not fucking buy anymore and not yeah. to add to that because I don't need any more crystals. Yeah. And I honestly don't want any more. Yeah. And, you know, not to toot my own witch horn, but, you know, I have a very grounded, personal, like, non-aesthetic, like, deep appreciation for magic mm -hmm. and that comes from like a really long time of practicing yeah but i think some people 
when they're searching for themselves spiritually, mm-hmm. think that this is going to solve their own the, all their problems. Yeah. And having more of it will, will fix just me better. Help. And I, yeah. I really, I get that mm-hmm. because it's God. You know, if so, if I thought something would just, you know, you're you're experimenting and you're like figuring it out, but mm-hmm. I think people might get a little out of control with it. Well, and I think that's part of like the culture that we live in. Like capitalism yeah. wants us to overconsume. They want us to keep buying. It's the reason why products continue to get shittier yeah. and shittier. Yeah. You know, like in the old days, you could buy a fucking Honda and it would last for multiple children, yeah. <laughs> like we multiple generations. It was good. You could have your great grandma's Honda. Remember my okay? Honda I had, babe? That shit. That was a salvaged car. Mm-hmm. Like old it Volvos so good. used to get passed down generation yeah. generation, yeah. like yeah. washing machines, like all this mm-hmm. shit used jewelry. to be made. Jewelry, even costume jewelry, everything even the ones used I wore to be made to in last. Episode one was fucking costume yeah. jewelry, and it's like it still looks cute. Everything like, used to be made to last, but capitalism cannot yeah. sustain no. on goods that are quality made. Because then we stop buying more mm-hmm. and we are trained in the Western world to overconsume. Yeah. And it's really hard not to. It is. And it's hard to divorce ourselves from that idea, even when we're engaging with spiritual tools yeah. and spiritual practice and like precious items, like yeah. stuff that comes from the earth is precious. Yeah. It might not be in the De Beers mine, but even that's fucked up in its own way. What energy do those things carry? And I think it's really interesting that like, I think like lab grown diamonds and semi-precious gemstones are really cool. I think that's a great idea. Those diamonds, I forgot what they're called. They're really popular. I love sparkly shit. Yeah. I love diamonds. Yeah. I do. I'm not going to fucking lie to you. No, I do too. (laughs) I love diamonds. All of mine are antique, so they were already in circulation. I'm wearing some diamonds. Yeah. I love diamonds. I love emeralds. I love that shit. And I love that you can get it made in a lab so that it doesn't have to be harvested by a fucking five-year-old who's making pennies and who's, like, purposely being exploited so that, like, this De Beers family can continue on their fucking colonial legacy, right? Yeah. But now there's this new ad campaign going around. Oh, do tell. It's called Only Natural Diamonds. And it's this, like, super fabouche, like, femme who's, like, wearing natural diamonds. And she, like, like goes to her photo shoot, goes no to way. lunch, only flirts with the guy. Diamonds? And they're talking about how, like, only natural diamonds have that energy. And it's making it very, like, exclusive hmm. again. And I think that they're, like, trying to recoup some of the business they're losing yeah, to they, lab-grown diamonds. They're losing a lot. Yeah. As they fucking should. Or like alternative stones. Like I have a Morganite stone in my, and it's still a gemstone, but it's not a giant diamond. Yeah. It's awful. I don't know. But yeah, it's, that's crazy. I know. Only natural (laughs) diamonds. But yeah, they're like trying to. Yeah. They're trying to make that exclusive. mm -hmm. and Make you want it. Like, oh. Do you really want the energy of something that's been you know right kicked by like literal a blood child. diamonds yeah like no, literal blood so. diamonds i don't think so i'm i i don't <laughs> i don't and yeah you know i just i just think that with crystals like with all things at this point in 
the space time continuum, we have to consider like, what do I actually need? Yeah. What do I actually need? And if you need like a little treat, like get Starbucks, like get, (laughs) if you need a little treat. Go to a locally owned coffee shop. Right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's fine. You can go to fucking Starbucks. It's Um, fine. You know, like when you have ADHD or you're neurodivergent, like sometimes the, the like, neurons and you're fucking I just need to fucking buy something right now and like it doesn't Are have to be a crystal so I go to Target and buy three elf blushes to today <laughs> did I, I buy blush at CVS while I was waiting for the prescription absolutely they were 15 percent off yeah it was cute it was in a heart-shaped compact <laughs> sparkly um and like, look, plastic has a problem. Like everything is. It's balance. Everything is is destroying the earth, LMAO. But can we have some balance? We need exactly. balance, okay? We're not asking for, you know, polarity in this, yeah. in consumption. It's, yeah. it's, you can't like shame people into submission with that. Exactly. It's not going to work. No. And the truth is like, as individuals, we can't fix all of the climate problems that are happening on Mm, earth like that burden lies (laughs) on corporations and on empirical nations yeah and i don't know if and when they're going to do anything about it but as an individual like there are certain things that i can say like okay i'm not gonna do that yeah so much i'm not gonna do that anymore yeah like and that was like buying crystals for me same me too honestly yeah enough for being mm-hmm. like i want to go to the tucson gem show me too Fuck yeah it i do but like, like so much fun i just can't do the thing where i'm sitting in a giant amethyst that's being that's been ripped from like its yeah. mother womb yeah that's dramatic <laughs> i know there were things in the world i know and i'm not saying you shouldn't go to the tucson knows? gem show like what was the real price for those giant amethyst butterfly wings to be at the show. Like, yeah. whose lives? I don't know. What was the true cost? And there's no way of knowing. And a big part of, like, the crystal industry is, like, shrouding. Yeah. People don't want you to know who their vendors are because they don't want you to steal their vendors. Yeah. But I want to know who your vendors are so that I can... Yeah. Make an educated decision to purchase. There's just It's a completely, like unregulated market yeah in terms of like yeah a set um set of ethics Mm -hmm. the closest thing being like the blood diamond situation the precious gemstone situations and that's not great or like sweatshops yeah or or the fast fashion like you're saying like it's it we don't ever talk about this with Mm -hmm. crystals all i see is like I got a crystal. I got a crystal. And that's beautiful. And I'm trying not to be annoying. I know everybody listening. I know. Yeah. And don't like, feel bad that you have a crystal. I don't think you should get rid of your crystals. Do not get rid of them. Keep they them, love you. Love them. Like, love them appreciate more. them. Yes. But we have to just mm-hmm. say, is this tool, are, are having, is having all these tools conducive to me keeping balance in my magic and like do i actually need these things am i using this as a supplement it's almost like an addiction you know like am i am i addicted to having the things because everyone else has the things and that's what instagram and the internet tells me i should have Mm -hmm. to be a real witch or am i just it's just like am i 
being kind of shallow yeah. about it and and how does my the deep the deepness of my practice depend on this quantity of tools mm. and i'm like a big believer in reciprocal relationship with spirits and as an animist i believe that all things yeah have same. spirit and if you have so many like there's just no way you can have reciprocal relationship with all of them it's not possible yeah like as one human it's not possible and so i do think like when you start to consider your crystals as as people mm-hmm. that's a really good as rock that's people, a really good point um you Sorry start to value you, rock person yeah you start to value them a little more and you also start to see like i don't Shall need we? all this stuff mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. And I do think like the desire to commune with crystals and heal with crystals is very natural yes. and human and cool. I agree. Like you mentioned the ancient Greeks used yeah. lots of crystals, but the biggest one was amethyst mm-hmm. to prevent intoxication. Cause we love a Greek orgy and an eating party. Dionysus. Eating. Yeah. Dionysus forever. Um, yeah. Indigenous people, specifically the Hopi, um, oh God, quartz crystal. Fucking don't be started on turquoise in the Southwest. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Like the <laughs> just... OG exploitation of crystals in the Americas is turquoise in the Southwest. Every white person whenever, in New Mexico wears turquoise. Whenever, I used to live there. Whenever I see a white woman with a squash blossom necklace, I immediately am like, Oh. <laughs> no, it's it's very cringe. It's so cringe. And they always have so many and so many rings. And I'm like oh. Meanwhile, the native people are sitting on the ground selling their their beautiful yeah. things. It just feels in very the town colonial. square while these rich Santa Fe's a fucking trip. Yeah. It's really weird. It's very colonial. It's very fucked yeah. up. Um, um but yeah. More historic examples. For the fun part of the Three of Cups. Yes. The um, in Europe, the belief in healing powers of crystals persisted well into the Middle Ages. Um, and the powers that crystals hold, held were collected in texts known as lapidaries, mm. which remained popular in medieval and early modern Europe until about the 17th century. Um of course, we have rose quartz popular in Egypt as well. The Romans also used rose quartz as a seal to signify ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Middle Ages, it was used widely in healing potions in Europe. And now, of course, is our love stone. It's our love stone. Um, jade in Mesoamerica was a big deal. Um, you can find jade all over Mesoamerica, from Olmec statues in Mexico to the Mayan lowlands, central Honduras, northern Costa Rica. Um, jade was very precious to Mesoamericans. And jade is also very precious to like ancient Chinese culture yes. as well. And modern Chinese And culture. I think it's really fucking cool That these two places separated by multiple oceans share this... Share the stone. The sacredness of the stone. And maybe they have different interpretations of it, which is what I was saying. How? It's so cool. Fucking cool. It's so beautiful. And that's... Mm -hmm. I'd be interested to see a map of the world and like just like what Mm -hmm. crystals were found where and like see if there's any... I don't know, just like a map of the crystals of the world. It's a trip because the crystals that are being grown now, like deep in the earth, like Mm -hmm. will not be 
they will not erode to the surface and for like three hundred million years or some shit. Don't quote me on that, but it's <laughs> we're not gonna see it. So that's something to consider too. Like this isn't like livestock, like mm-hmm. This is a like you can lab grow things, but as as far as the ones in the earth, that's it for us. Yeah. So well, and also when you think about ancient cultures, like they didn't have these giant like mining machines. Right. They didn't have these huge mines. Like people found things the way they were organically. supposed to be found organically. Yeah. Um, they found enough for themselves or, they or maybe the steam, like for you a said. few other people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like things weren't being extracted in such. Also, weren't that many people. As many people as today, right? I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I don't know anything about population growth. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's correct. I don't know. (laughs) We can Google it later. Um, But they they didn't all have as many crystals as we all have today. And we just weren't taking things out of the earth as fast as we take things out of the earth. We take so many other things out of the earth. Like Mm -hmm. just taking the, the, the secretive, like beautiful parts of it doesn't. Like with yeah. this so much veracity, like doesn't feel right to me. Yeah. And, and it, I I need more info about that. It kind of brings me back to like oil. Yeah. And how the United States disables entire it's gonna make me cry. Like it huh. disables entire governments and groups of people so that they are better able to extract resources like oil from these places and they like leave communities fucking devastated and in states of turmoil and violence and then they're like oh those brown people yeah and it's like but you did this and i feel like the crystal industry is turning into that thing too and it makes me sad because laying crystals on the body engaging with crystals in magic and in healing is such an ancient intuitive thing to do for human beings and it just like bums me out kind of spoils it man it bums me out it does and i don't know what the answer is honestly I i don't know that there is one right now that any single person can come up with but just take care of your crystals and and appreciate what Appreciate you have, what you have. just consider maybe not consuming as much mm-hmm. and okay and spreading the word about it if you want to something that i've been doing quite a bit with my i okay i do these like quarterly spiritual forecasts for mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. membership folks and i used to talk about a crystal for each month And I would always tell people, like, it's not about having the crystal. It's about the messages that this crystal is sharing with us. And lately I've switched to color magic instead. I'm, like, completely skipping over even mentioning crystal. Because I honestly don't want people to be like, well, Caitlin told me to go buy this. Because I didn't say that. (laughs) Or even, like, just people don't need, they don't need that. Like, people will, you know. Yeah. And so now I talk about color magic. And I think that. A lot of what we receive from crystals and their meanings comes from their colors. Yes. And I think color magic is a really cool way to connect with crystals without actually having to have them. Like even mm. the way you and I are dressed right now. Yeah, we're evoking like the energy of our the colors yeah. and the way that we um, wanted to show them off. Mm-hmm. And you can you can engage with color magic through your clothes, through the way you decorate your house. You can draw you a crystal. Paint I your that. face. You can draw cr- paintings, it's fun. decoration, I have ornamentation. A pen that's 
a crystal and like different colored, but it's not a real crystal. It's cute. But, you know. Lady Moon Co. I mean, everything <laughs> is problematic and it's all about balance, really. Everything's problematic. We can only do our best. Yeah. <laughs> so don't feel too bad. <laughs> These are good questions. This is why we talk about these things, though, because I'm just, you know, I'm sure you all listening, if just you just see people of all different types post about crystals and connect with them. And that's cool. But Mm -hmm. there's never any mention of like, well, we don't get they don't grow on trees. Like, And also like it's not like apples that keep coming back season after season. Because I've just been seeing like the at Tucson, it's like the bigger ones every year. It's bigger chunks. And I'm just like they cost like a bajillion dollars. You know what I mean? And then like rich people just put them in their houses and like don't actually fucking I'm judging, but you know, don't actually care about them or whatever. It's it's true though. Okay. I follow this one person on YouTube. Um, I think her YouTube channel is boss lady South Africa. And she was talking about like um, the African origins of engaging with crystals in spiritual and healing practices. But she was touching upon how nowadays, like you go to a five star hotel. Yeah. There's a giant fucking crystal there. Yeah. Like rich. You watch Real Housewives of any given city. Somebody has got a giant fucking crystal in their house. Coffee table. Exactly. Like huge crystals. Like they're making interior designers out of crystals. like that that. does that sound amazing yeah Yeah. and it's like does somebody who can afford that kind of house and lifestyle really okay i used to work for some really heinous fucking people and they fucking loved crystals Mm. crystals all over their house Mm. and that's how they tricked me because when Mm. i first went in i was like oh there's they are glamours they might be spiritual they might be cool they might get me and i'm like no these people don't give a fuck they see that this is something that's like become popular and like a status symbol and so they have a bunch of crystals all over their house beautiful big ones and they like don't appreciate care or appreciate it's just a part of the decor they probably didn't even pick them out like and that i don't know man yeah, it's a wild time. It's a wild world. Ooh, baby, it's wild. But they're world. just there's enough consumption going on. I am not going to partake. If there's one thing I can step back from, yeah. I will do it. And this is one thing I can Def- step back definitely. from. Definitely tools. Yeah. I'm pretty minimalist when it comes to tools, so I'm like good off that. Good off that. I, I use don't lots have of handmade an, stuff. Yeah. yeah, actually, yeah. I'm like trying to think of what I've mm-hmm. bought. Maybe tea lights. <laughs> <laughs> that thing Candles, that native yeah. house ceramics made yeah, that's the cool, mm-hmm, though. that's supporting mm-hmm. shout out to native house ceramics i am yeah. a patron of their patreon that's the only patreon i'm a patron of <laughs> native house ceramics co on instagram i'm so excited for my Check new her incense out. everything is gorgeous okay okay yeah. even incense is one of ah, those things mm-hmm. that i've started to have a different relationship with like i use it for I used to burn it all the time, Mm -hmm. and now I'm really conscious of how frequently I use it. I'm really conscious of the type of incense I use, um, Mm -hmm. because even that's like a precious commodity that's become over uh, Over harvested. It's like white sage too. Exactly. There's plants that are like 
Palo Santo. Palo and like, Santo, yes. Even Dragon's Blood is starting to really? become over-harvested now. See, it's like... Mm-hmm. Just because something is trendy does not make it good for you. Yeah. And I, good for you and, like, good for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't have like, to have everything that's, that's trendy with witch tools and stuff. Yeah. It's not about that. Or, like, grow one herb. Grow one herb and yeah. dry some and burn that. That's what I do. Like... Lavender, yeah. lavender, rosemary, and um, rose. Yeah, rose. I like basil a lot, a lot. I grow like uh, I common sage. Yeah, common um, sage. Um, yeah. So yeah, things you can eat. I don't know. I'm like grow your own totally vegetable. like <laughs> this things that are like sustainable to you. Mm-hmm. I like tools that are like I love bells because. They're f- you can use they're forever. If you take care of it, you can use it forever. And exactly. you can find them at thrift stores very mm-hmm. easily. Some really beautiful ones. I love a bell. And um, that's good mm-hmm. sustainability. And like, you know, they haven't caught on in a way that's super trendy. So my bell, the bells that I buy are like $2. They're not $200 yeah. yet. Although vintage brass is getting up there. Yeah. But, you know, it just depends. But Mine it's is- still very reasonably priced, yeah. I think, for most most people. I think so. My bell was a hand me up from Love my that. my grandfather. It's a vintage brass one That's from beautiful. Peru, and it's a llama. The handle is a llama from Peru. It's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. Uh, so yeah, things like that. Heirlooms. Yeah. If you can, if you have family that have mm-hmm. left you things, like like if your cool. grandparents die, look through their house. Even if you think they don't have anything good. Go to estate sales There's of other people's there. dead grandparents. Estate, estate sales, absolutely. Yard sales. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that's where the goods, just cleanse it when you get home. Yep. That's what the bell's for. Yeah. We'll talk <laughs> about that in another episode. Mm, We're going to talk about that. That's right. I'm excited. Yes, I'm excited. Um, but yeah, really, this is just uh, something to think about, mm-hmm. you know? TLDR, love crystals. I do love Not them. buying any new ones. Yeah. But love the ones I have. Both of those things can be true. Love the ancient origins of it. Love that humans have always done this. They're real pretty. They're real pretty. Yeah. But like, just be the crystal. <laughs> you can embody you the, can crystal. Be the crystal. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Huh. I like Are we that. ready for questions? Yeah, let's do some questions. Let's do some questions. How do you know if someone is sending you negative energy or wishing ill on you? Um, to me, there's like little intuitive like sparks that go off mm-hmm. for me where if I talk to them or if I I will get a vibe and it's almost like heat. Ooh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like my body like heats up a little bit uh-huh. and I just feel kind of queasy and mm-hmm. it might be really subtle, but for me, I'm like, there's something up with that person. Mm-hmm. I can like tell when people are talking shit about me mm-hmm. and sometimes I, you know, you have to learn to like trust that instinct, Trusting but I have intuition, 100% yeah. always been right. Absolutely. So for yeah. me, it's like developing that that intuition or like taking paying attention to what happens when that's happened before and then like lean into those like physical things that happen. Yes, your body is one of the best communicators yeah. of your intuition, of your psychic knowing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
this is my answer for a lot of things, but like use divination. If you're struggling with trusting your body and trusting like the messages that come through you, like grab your tarot cards and Mm -hmm. find out. Why not? Mm -hmm. I don't see why not. Um, Kind of similar question. How do you know if someone is an energy vampire? Oh, you'll just not want to be the fucking around them. You'll fucking know. (laughs) You'll know. You'll know. I had that happen recently where someone kind of flipped on me and I was like, man... You feel drained. You feel tired. You feel tired. It's like, you know, yes. it's how I feel when I'm done being around a child. <laughs> and, and I love that I like a child that I like. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Like before you had kids. I don't were know. You I ever... was a camp counselor. Like oh, I've God. always okay. been a, like a kid but person. Like, I like kids, but I mean, yeah. but there's a certain like like tiredness that I get no matter whether I've enjoyed my time or not with them that I feel yeah and that's a little more fulfilled around like but it's similar around bath time and bedtime when my kids are still asking me questions (laughs) I always have to tell them like my brain doesn't process questions anymore tonight baby yeah no I mean (laughs) I literally cannot (laughs) but it's a different but the way that kids drain me in that way is similar to when People are like just, eh. yeah. But it's worse. Okay, so but it's hard to explain. The person that I was talking about earlier in this episode that I met, who owns a crystal shop, yeah. that person was absolutely an energy vampire yeah. because I had been sitting in the same spot all night talking to my friend, and we were like hours, hours passed, and we were just talking and laughing with her and her husband, and this other one was sitting there, and then finally, like, we start engaging with her more because she starts talking to us. And, like, the more she talked, the more I was, like, yeah. like literally just exhausted. And my girlfriend was, like, uh, it's about time for us to go. And we got up. And as soon as we left the space and moved into a different area, yeah. we were awake again. We yeah. stayed another hour and a half. Yeah. I married a couple. <laughs> yeah. Things, things happen. Things, exciting things happened. All because That's, we walked away from that space. But like. There can be a group of energy vampires. I've had that a lot. Because vampires do what? They nest. They nest. <laughs> so all these annoying bitches will be together. And like, yeah. you, know, you know, it it's like whatever. mean girls. It, yeah. Yeah. And um, that's a lot. And I've sometimes I'll be cool with someone individually. And then when they're with someone else. Yeah. Their combination of energy, like, fucks with me. I feel that. That happened. I had a friend, because I connect people a lot. I had a friend connected with another friend, (laughs) and they loved each other. But I, (laughs) when they met, because one of them was, like, really intimidating. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, like, intimidated by people, but she was, like, a lot. Yeah. And I was like, are you a Virgo? And then, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> no, you do. Like, yeah. like transfixing. She was like yeah. beautiful and like transfixing intense. and yeah. intense. And I was just like, like mesmerized by this person. But I had panic attacks around her. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I've never felt like that with anyone else. Mm-hmm. But she was also a witch. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was very interesting. But sometimes that happens too. Yeah, is I have anxiety. Yeah. So sometimes that'll just get set off, like things that you are yeah. that already happened to you. If you have like, you know, the patterns sort of repeating like, themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. We both got autism, haven't yeah. we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Uh, here's another one. Deity work. Yeah. Walking through how you can know who is calling to you, etc. Hmm. Imagery will pop up mm-hmm. for me. Like imagery or symbols associated with that type of energy will pop up a lot. Yeah. In random places or, in you know, just throughout your day or yeah. whatever. That's a big one for me. I think symbols are the best way to know if a spirit yeah. is trying to reach out to you. And sometimes the, the mm-hmm. ones that if you're like drawn to something and it's not for you at this time or like in general, mm-hmm. like they'll let you know. Yeah. With other symbols, some like the bird oh, yeah. thing they'll that's going know. on with me right now. Like <laughs> we were just talking about like, yeah, it's just like, oh, that's not. That's actually not for me. And it actually, it's really funny because <laughs> the bird that that's been very fucking prevalent yeah. is associated with like deity a deity that i like work with a lot mm-hmm. and like the energy that and i'm like oh well that makes sense and yeah. then the other bird is like something i don't really work with yeah and i'm like oh that makes sense that makes sense and sometimes <laughs> you're like duh yeah sometimes it's real obvious well and like sometimes yeah, really you know nice. different spirits do share similar yeah, yeah, yeah. symbols mm-hmm. right there are only so many symbols and animals in the world mm-hmm. and so you just have to start paying attention to the clues yeah and honestly like going to see um in my opinion an espiritista is yeah. an amazing person to go see because espiritistas our job is to educate ourselves on the spirits of the world mm. like that is our job that's cool and it doesn't mean we are in service to all of these spirits, yeah, yeah. but we need to be able to recognize them and to tell people this is who's calling to you. And our job isn't always to say, like, this is who's calling to you. This is how you start working with them. Yeah. Sometimes it's this is who I see. This is the type of practitioner you need to go to. This is the type of priest you need to go to. This is the type of initiate you need to go to. Yeah. And we like steer you in the right direction so that you can develop relationship with these spirits in a way that is respectful yeah. of mm-hmm. tradition. And not all spirits are like that. Some of them don't require that. Yeah. But um, yeah. like that's that's what really I love the most about my work is I spend so much time just like learning i spend so much time reading folklore i spend so much time researching folk spirits from all over the planet i listen to so many folk stories so that it doesn't matter who's sitting at my table i can be of service to them Mm -hmm. and point them in the right direction so So that's i love that it's fun it's a fun job (laughs) you know and sometimes like those energies will come in and out it's not like you have to like an energy of a of a spirit or deity like won't stay with you your whole life sometimes they do i have yes. one that's been with me since day one and yeah. it's taken me a while to even like understand what that even fucking means you know like mm. and uh some some come and some go and like like remember when i was like i'm feeling like jesus energy yeah do you remember that i was like i feel like like I needed Jesus, okay? <laughs> Some people in the comments would agree, but for real though, <laughs> especially I on YouTube. YouTube. But I, for real, like you know that that's a beautiful healing energy, yeah. and like just the most loving kind of like. It was just really nice, and I needed it, and it was beautiful, and you know, it's 
great. Yeah. I'm not a Christian. I agree. Some... <laughs> but it was like, yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, that's what, maybe it was something different, but that's what I was, that's what I was Christ wasn't a Christian it. either. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yes. Pretty sure that was it. Yeah. Some so, spirits are just with you for a little, little while. Bit. And some spirits are with you for reasons other than what you'd automatically mm, assume. Like yeah. I have one spirit who came to me and I consistently was working with clients who this spirit was calling to. It's like all of her kids came to me yeah, yeah, yeah. and she needed yeah. me to know her yeah. so that I could tell her kids that yeah. they were for her. And then I found out that she's not really my spirit, but she's my kid's spirit. And so I have an altar dedicated to her that I service oh, so, so that she can protect my kids. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. That on a on a much like lighter scale, like when mm-hmm. I am designing things, sometimes things will come. Because I've been designing these like traveling spell space blanket yeah. round things. And I've been doing them like like deity energy specific. Yeah, they're real cute. And it's been really interesting because like you said, like sometimes the energies are like, they'll make themselves known or like, like everyone wants a Hecate one. Yeah. And that's not really a, a deity that I work with regularly. Yeah. And I'm like, not right now. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, not right now. Wait for the fall, you know, or like, I'm just putting yes. it off. I'm just waiting. And for I the, love for that you seasonal. listen. Yes. yes. She's I'm like, not it's not just, my time right now. Look, it's not Halloween every day. Like, no, it's not. It's not. And that's what's so cool about Earth and seasons. Yeah, so I love it. I did Persephone and Aphrodite. Yeah. And Persephone's like, it's so fun because like, I learned a lot about Persephone and just like, I have a new appreciation for this because I, I channeled mm-hmm. her through my fucking art. Like the symbols that I drew and like, mm-hmm. and then I was just going to do Persephone and then Aphrodite was like, or Venus or whatever was just like, no, I want one too. Yeah. <laughs> and She's I was like, like okay. Yes. And that's, a, that's like someone that. I'm like, I work with yeah. a lot. And I like, I'm like, okay. So then I had to do that. Yes. So it was like really funny. That's that, cool. You know what I mean? I was I like, okay. That. And when I mean, like they were telling me that, I mean, like I was getting like auditory inclinations. Mm-hmm. But also symbolic. I was just just guttural. Yeah. Like, it's not like... It's your instinct. It's not like I had a dream and she came to me on a shell from the ocean. Like, it's just... (laughs) She's around my home and it's just like... Yeah. Sometimes you just kind of know. Like... You know. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really interesting as someone who's not a medium. Like... Laura always says she's not a medium. I know, but I'm not a practicing. (laughs) I'm not a practicing medium. It's not someone. I'm not someone who identifies. But she's always channeling. I know. I know. I am. But it's like not. I love her. I know. I'm humble. See, that's not good. Humble. Just own it. Just because you are a professional medium, you offer services. I don't offer services. But you are still. Yeah, gifted because you channel so much through I your do. work and that's why it's so successful it's so fun to like talk to you and like <laughs> relate and like because I do like I'm all tense mm-hmm. right now like I get all excitable and like <laughs> it's just been really fun doing these projects yes. and it's been really interesting when I'm like I'm opening this up to deities and just seeing who's popping who's up and who's through. like no <laughs> not right now because it's not really for me it's mm-hmm. for my my customers and like mm-hmm. you know it's it's I asked them who they wanted, you know, and it's like I also love it's interesting the respect that you have for the spirit's boundaries. Yeah. I'm not new. Yeah. <laughs> like 
dude. I would never be like, you know what? Fuck off, Hecate. Like, I'm going to make this shit anyway. Not to that one. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck no. Bless her. Bless uh-uh. her. Like, no, 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 no. That's not. <laughs> no way. And and the art doesn't come to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can force it, but why? It's not It's fun for me. It's not the no. right time. But yeah, people keep asking for that one specifically. And I'm like. Do I spell it with a K or a C? I can't deal with this right now. (laughs) Neurodivergent. Uh, They said a K. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Like, literally, (laughs) I was thinking about that. Thank you. Thank you ahead of time, because, yeah. When the time comes, you'll have it now. Okay, okay. Okay, how about one more? Sure. Uh, This one's my favorite. I almost almost (laughs) forgot about this. (laughs) But it's kind of perfect, because you're talking about Christ. Oh, great. I noticed you don't like Christians, but then you make lots of viral Bible references. I'm That's confused. That's a Caitlin question. Caitlin question. Caitlin question. I'm confused. Legit question. That's okay. Respect it. It's okay to be confused. I probably had that question at some point in my journey. We're all confused sometimes. So I grew up Catholic. And I know a lot of shit. And I just don't like Christians. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I'm you know what I found out? My favorite like way to like mock Christians is to is the lady from um what was it when they would trade spouses? Trading wife spouses. Swap. Wife oh, swap. Trading spouses. And she goes spaces. to the like hippie house and she's like, they're not Christians. Aww. She's an ally now. She's fully converted Yay. to the rainbow parade. Oh. And we love this for her. Is she still a good Christian? Like a nice Christian? I don't think she's really a Christian anymore. She's all about supporting the queers. So thank cool. you for coming to the I dark like Christians side. that support queers. Yeah. And so are nice um, people. I I talk about the Bible a lot and I talk about Catholic things a lot because it's a part of who I am and I can't divorce that also because like the the spiritual practice that I'm a part of Espiritismo is literally crossed spiritism. It is a crossing of indigenous Caribbean spirituality, indigenous African spirituality, Kardecian spiritism, and Catholicism. Mm-hmm. All of those things are necessary to make this practice what it is. So Catholicism is very much wrapped up in that. Also, the Bible for many Catholics and Christians in the Americas, like for colonized people for enslaved people this was the only thing we were allowed to use yes um indigenous spiritualities pre-colonial spiritualities were not allowed by punishment of death so engaging with the bible has been a way for lots of marginalized folks to continue to have some sort of connection to divinity and protect themselves in the process. And for a lot of black and brown folks, the Bible is a spell book. Um, the -hmm. book of Psalms is a grimoire. Sure. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh man. The book of Psalms is a grimoire. Let's read the Psalms. Um, (laughs) We've been talking about it. We will. (laughs) I want to read it though, because I have no context. Um, It's incredible. And 
I think that there's a lot of emphasis on decolonization right now, which is beautiful and great. But also, like, I think there's something important in honoring the ancestors who did use these tools. Mm-hmm. And not disregarding the energy and intention they put into talking to these spirits, using these words, saying these prayers. And also like the the fact that they were able to mix and yes. make something new and beautiful and fucking powerful yes. and strong using like whatever ancestral divination that they mm-hmm. had or knowledge that they had mixed with like you know, the Bible and Christianity yes. and Catholicism, like that's beautiful mm-hmm. to me. That's very interesting. And, and and I understand like how that would be confusing to somebody yeah. because, yeah, we talk a lot of shit about Christians, but we don't hate all Christians. No. Well, and like folk Catholicism is not the same as the Catholic Church, right? The Catholic right. Church as an institution fucked up, Right. Terrible, awful, hate it there. Um, but folk Catholicism is about people communing with spirit and using these tools of language and prayer and um, rosaries and icons as ways to connect with divinity, ways to connect with folk spirits. Um, there's reasons mm. why sects of Christianity post the great schism were like no saints allowed, no Mary allowed, no Mm. rosaries allowed. And it's because those things keep us connected to like greater spirits. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. So I I can totally understand how it would be confusing, but I, I don't know. Like history is messy. Life it's is really, messy. It's messy, and it's not. It's not. Um, it's not binary. Bi- I was just gonna say yeah. that. It's not binary yeah. in the way that those things are made mm-hmm. up. You like, know, I don't give money to the Catholic Church. Right. I don't. Yeah. It's complicated. My mentor told me I have to go to mass, and I'm like, oh, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what is that? Is that not supporting the church by going to mass? Um, well, like, like, why would you go to mass? Because it's a sacred place. Right. Just to be in like. To be in ritual yeah, and to be in like a yeah. sacred place. I'm just talking about cool. the incense and like Christ was fucking cool. Yeah. Mary is my mom. Yeah. She's all of our mom. Yeah. Um, but it's like the church as an institution is different from like. Mm-hmm. Catholic churches is different that from you would attend. Sometimes I don't sometimes. know. I feel like it's, but again, it's, it's not, different from it, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it is different from people. If we think about the teachings of Christ, the church was always supposed to be just people gathered. Yeah, and not this big empire mm-hmm. and industry. That's a complicated mm-hmm. Catholicism is complicated like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool and terrible. <laughs> but you know what? That's life. Like but such is life. And we can't like erase it. This yeah, that's that is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, and for like a lot of people also, like when we are so far displaced from our ancestral practices. It's not always like appropriate to just jump in and start making shit up how we think our ancestors may have done it before right. Christianity came. Yeah. 
And by using the tools of Christianity, the prayers of Christianity, we're still able to connect with divinity, connect with spirits, connect with nature without like being disrespectful or misappropriative. Yeah, not even just in, that's not even, in like my ancestors Mm -hmm. did that too in Scotland and in Europe. Like it was, if you look in like, yes, if you look in all that, it's like, it's like Christ this and Bible that and Mm -hmm. devil that. And, but it's mixed with, I guess it would be pagan like shit. Like like I don't know what you'd call mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's pagan mixed with like it, mm-hmm. it's still there and, and it's been interesting to like someone who doesn't know about by I wasn't raised in any kind of church mm-hmm. like sifting through that like without context. Yeah. I don't know if the I it's interesting. Like I'm able to find the pagany bits that work that's, for me. That's the part that's really fun about Catholicism too as opposed to other sects of Christianity which I think are a little bit more less pagan in nature like catholicism was like oh yeah we do that too oh no for sure oh yeah yeah we do that too it was like part of how they converted people yeah Yeah, we do that that too we can drink blood we do that too austera we just call it easter but we do that too yeah like incense incense. we do that too yeah Yeah, exactly candles everywhere and altar we do that too i think catholic churches are beautiful catholic churches are beautiful i've not felt my dad had is a catholic convert and his whole, um, my stepmom is Catholic, and like, they had a whole ass Catholic wedding. It was very yeah. long. It's, oh, they did the full thir- mass. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's so full rude mass. to do full mass for your wedding. It was long <laughs> as fuck. It was long as, but it's but sit it's cool. Stand, sit stand, kneel. But he's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm personally grateful that of all of the versions of Christianity, yeah. I ended up with Catholicism. I'd probably be down. Yeah. Because I like the the spectacle of it all. It's a spectacle. And the places are beautiful. It's extremely occult. <laughs> it's, it's extremely occult. occult. Yeah. They do witchier shit than me. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <Yeah. laughs> like, it's so Literal, cool. like, transubstantiation, human sacrifice. There's things, to be, <laughs> there's things to be learned from that. Yeah. By witnessing, like, the powerful, like... Also, like, the importance of ritual. Yes, the importance of ritual mm-hmm. and, like, where that all came from. And it's kind of all in the family, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? In some cases, like, mm-hmm. my, also, my fucking Portuguese ancestors were Catholic as fuck. Very Catholic, so, like, yes. still are. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's all, I think it's really beautiful that you have such a, like, strong connection to, like, Espiritismo mm-hmm. and, like, that sect, you know? Because yeah. not everyone like I'm does. it's so cool that you had both experiences yeah. you know it's cool yeah so but anyway we don't hate christians we don't we just don't like i mean kind of christians <laughs> what'd you say I said i kind of am one <laughs> i am not but i like i like nice people that's that are nice christians yeah that are not bigots not bigots not or racist, racist or homophobes. homophobes. Yeah. But unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. That kind of stuff, that. that kind of thinking gets mm-hmm. perpetuated through the church. Yeah. So that's what we, that's and why through, we talk so much. Just shit. like American culture. Yeah, like American Christianity is just white that, supremacy. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Bind. <laughs> Be sure to leave us a message on the Third Eye Line. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> you can follow the podcast at Third Eye Bind Pod on Instagram. 
there, submit your questions via the third eye line by sending us a voice message or text DM. The show is available wherever you listen to podcasts and for you to watch on YouTube. Get early access to episodes and even monthly one-on-one sessions with us by joining our Patreon. Find us at patreon.com slash third eye bind. Third Eye Bind is produced and edited by Mike Realm. Hosted by Caitlin Grania and Laura Wong. Music by Mike Realm. Set design by Laura Wong. You can find Laura on Instagram at Lady Moon Co. And you can find Caitlin at caitlin.grania. <laughs>